what happens is during recession, the middle gets washed out. So you want to be either high volume, low price, or high. Are you looking for a way to drive growth, sales, communication, and retention in your academy? Kovar System's six-month program director course is designed to help members of your team thrive in the important role of program director. With step-by-step -step training, we will cover a wide range of topics, including prospect follow-up, overcoming objection, and securing enrollments. Our program will teach your team members to effectively communicate the values and benefits of martial arts, which can be a game changer in securing more enrollments at your academy. Our next six-month course starts on this date. So don't wait and visit our site, www.kovarsystems.com, to get your team enrolled in the upcoming course. Again, that's www.kovarsystems.com. Enroll now and get ready to see some real results in your business. Welcome to the Satori Lifestyle Satori Masters Podcast, the ultimate resource for ambitious, hardworking school owners that want to get their business and their life to the next level. My name is Dave Kovar. I'm a lifetime martial artist, business owner, speaker, and author. My goal is to empower listeners with the knowledge and the tools they need to break through barriers and really get their business and their life to the next level. Thanks for watching and enjoy. Welcome to the Story Masters Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Kovar, and with me is Ilya Mir. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you. So Ilya Mir is the, the manager of our Natoma School, and he's been with us for a really long time. We first met when Dave Chairman was running the Sacramento Entrepreneurial Academy, which is a place, a local uh, what group where, where uh, young up-and-coming business professionals kind of get a chance to to what learn more about business and entrepreneurship. And uh, so it was the end of the year part, I, I guess, events. And and anyway, we met and- Yeah, we struck up a conversation and I was fascinated about martial arts back in the day. And uh, I was doing a bit of Aikido. And I actually had a friend who was one year ahead of me in the, in the SEA. And he mentioned to me, hey, there's this new thing called Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you should look it up. And I never did until I started working here and I think um, when I just first started working here, I was working in the corporate office with you mm -hmm. and Chairman and other people. And I was talking to uh, another instructor here and I said, hey, there's this cool school. Um, they do that new thing, jujitsu. And the instructor said, yeah, you don't want to go there. It's something different. Well, of course I did. And I, I've been doing jujitsu ever since. And it's one of the best things I've ever done. It's just great to be part of the organization and explore uh, the world of martial arts and uh, grow a really fun and exciting business. Yeah, well, it's cool. Well, so you, you, you've been at the, it's 17 years, you know, you've been in. So I've been part of the company for 17 years and I've been at Thomas for 16. That's crazy. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's so funny because we first hired you, you were like the tech guy, right? If my memory serves me right. Well, I think that was something that I was doing because um, there was an opportunity for me to do that, but I don't know if I was exactly, um, <laughs> that wasn't your strength, maybe. But yeah, you, so you were I, I knew work. I knew enough to be dangerous, but I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it, it, I got you. Well, we found you the right place. So anyway, so go, fast forward. So uh, and a, a real quick little background. Uh, you know, you how many languages do you speak? Confidently, probably three, but I get by in four or five or six. That's crazy. That's crazy. So. It's so impressive. And that was what your degree was in, right? Yeah, my degree was in languages, uh, and I studied Portuguese and English, and I always speak Russian and Ukrainian, but, you know, I get by in Spanish as well. Um, do you use, by the way, uh, we're getting sidetracked, but do you have, a, like, when you have a Hispanic people come to the school, are you able to... All, all the time. Wow. All the time. So um, I speak Spanish every day to people who 
don't maybe speak English. And so I try not to speak Spanish all the time because otherwise, uh, you know, it can. They, you always have to be there. They yeah. have to find their way. Yeah. I absolutely will. And uh, by the way, the way we run our schools is that most of our schools are, lo we have co-managers and one's kind of the head instructor. Usually one is the program director and and uh, you you manage from as, as a program director also as well. And uh, one of the things that you have been, uh, we've gone through, uh, We've had a lot of head instructors since since you were at Natomas. Right. We've probably what four or five different people that have worked. You've worked I have with. worked with four different people. Yeah, yeah, and and so right now Natomas is just killing. It's our most profitable location, and uh, we took a big hit there. Uh, uh, probably more than some of the other academies after Promac for whatever reason. and But you've come back really strong and you've had almost a net new for the last, how long? I know it hasn't been yeah, perfect. So COVID really, we, we got hit super hard. We were at 467 uh, active count. Uh, I love the COVID. fact that he knows exactly the yeah. number, 467. That's I uh, pay attention to stuff I like know that. You yeah. do. So March 2020, actually February 2020, we finished at, uh, with 467. And we were run rate was a little over 80,000 80, a month. We were going to potentially hit a million dollars that year, but not quite. And then we lost a lot of students. At the end of December of 2020, we had 260 students. That's crazy. So you lost 200 members, almost half your student body. Right. And right now we're at 425. Amazing. And Amazing. we've been positive net new for 34 months and we'll hoping to do it for the 36 month this year. 34 months, and and I know that you were net new one this month. Is that right? Net new month. It doesn't net matter. New, You're correct. still net new. It's really impressive how you've yes. grown. And you know, one of the things that uh, that I think that, that you guys have done so well is is that uh, uh, you've got a, a really, you focus on the numbers uh, very, very much. And to the point that to where uh, we, uh, uh, you often give us good, valuable in insight that we use for the rest of the company. But year over year, Natomas, you beat projections, basically. Tell me how, share, share yeah. how you're So what we do is we look at our business as a pyramid. At the bottom of the pyramid is active count, right? So in order for us to survive and thrive, we must continue to grow active, to, to grow active count. And then the next layer up would be student value then events, and then retail. And so what's really important is every day I must commit to a minimum of 10 touch points that contribute directly to growing is that, my active Is that account. you or your team? That's me personally. Okay, okay. Um, and so and what I mean by a touch point, I mean, okay, so let's say there's a lead uh, in our inbox. I need to follow up with that. I need to send a text on relentless uh, because somebody has been acquired by the program. I need to call somebody who may, maybe is a potential quit or somebody who, who could be enrolled. So minimum 10 touch points per day. So that's about what, 50 a week, 200 a month. So if I do 200 touch points a month, I can comfortably generate 40 to 50 students in the pipe. And our conversion rate right now is 60% plus. So we would enroll, you know, 20 to 25 students every month. And the math is pretty basic. So if you, if you can just focus on two net new per month. Stop right there. Right, two net new per month. Okay. Just start over with, we can just focus on two net sure. per month. Okay. So if we can focus on two net new per month, that's 24 a year, that's, let's call it 
100 students in four years. And I, by the way, I want to make a caveat. This is for a mature school. If you're starting with a brand new school, the numbers are different. But in, in our organization, we only have one new school and another one about to erase. So it's the tree only. It, it, so what we're talking is a bunch of mature schools that are close to capacity. So slow, steady growth from there is really the idea. Okay. So you're, you're focused on two net new per month. Correct. So if I can do that, I know that again, in, in one year, I can grow by 24, 25 and then four years. And again, in our business, hundred net new is incredible because again, the, the business we're in is, I call it, you know, the beauty of fixed costs, right? So we've got two fixed costs, wages and rent. In the beginning, when you open a school, that's a burden. Oh my gosh, it's so hard that you got you got to pay rent regardless of how many students you have. And again, if you're studying by yourself, okay, maybe you can get by without a salary, but at some point you got to have an assistant, you got to have other people you're going to be paying. So you're you're in for a considerable amount of money when it comes to wages and rent. But the beauty is you continue to grow the school and those two variables, they don't change. I mean, wages can change if you're gonna grow the school quite a bit and especially if you're gonna be out of the business uh, full time and just gonna kind of you know watch the business grow. But still, those fixed costs, they continue to give year over year. And so for us, what's important is how do we continue to grow when we know those fixed costs are going to be uh, a constant, just keep you know keep growing because, like for example, this past year we grew our revenue uh, by almost twenty five percent. So we and by the way, you're on track to do you're going to do it would do, do uh, <coughs> I, yeah. we don't want to jinx anything, but yeah. put it this way, we're very close to the uh, uh, the the seven uh, yeah the coveted the coveted seven figure. We'll see how it goes, but anyway, so we did. Like we're talking, like like he tried to sell me a uniform when I was out to school last week because he wants to every little pound, every little bit helps. <laughs> that was kind of a joke, but I would have taken, really. I would have taken would've... his money if he actually said yes. So um, yeah, we did eight twenty two in revenue last year, and we're hopefully going to be somewhere you know around a million. So that's almost a you know twenty three twenty four percent increase. But the beauty is our profit increased by fifty percent because again the beauty of fixed costs. You increase revenue by 23, 24%, but you can increase profit by 50% just because again, your costs are fixed. It's it's an incredible business. Yeah, I mean, bottom line is, I want you to take a second because I, I know you, you are a numbers guy, but more than that, you really understand the value of having a quality product. And Absolutely. take just a second and kind of, and kind of give me your, your feet and take, feedback on that and the importance of that. Well, so a couple of things here. One is I think we've built an incredible uh, company. We've got uh, brand recognition. You know, we've been in Sacramento Valley for what, 40, 45 years now. And mm -hmm. it's uh, everybody knows us, uh, though that's maybe not necessarily true in our neighborhood because we've got a lot of people who are, you know, fresh to uh, Sacramento and a lot of immigrants, but still, you know, the brand value is there. And I think what's important is in order for me to comfortably talk about numbers, about growing the business, I must have confidence in our product. That's a given. If I don't have that, I can't, you know, fake it. I can't, mm -hmm. you know, make it up. So parents who come to class and they bring their kids in, they have to be wowed every single time. So that's, that's like a, that's a given. If you can't wow, your parents and your students every single time, there's no point in talking about numbers. You know, I was out there last week visiting and uh, it was, uh, the bleachers were full. First off, we have about 2,800 square feet. Is that right? 3,000. 
three thousand. So right, yeah, and uh, and uh, usable mat space. I'm guessing we have fourteen hundred ish space. I think sixteen ish. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Man, I'm I'm wrong on that number too. But the point was, is the place was packed. The, there was probably I'm not I'm not exaggerating. There was probably. 60 or 70 parents watching class. You had a, a giant little Sam's class and then you had bags separating a prep class going on in this small room had some other people going. I mean, there it was a hive of activity. But you know what? It was impressive because, you know, the lot people, the, the people, you know, the instructors are doing their job. The energy level is positive. And you go in there and it, and the analogy we were talking about before the podcast about going to a, a busy restaurant, right, is where you want to be. But you don't want to stay. You don't want to wait in line for an hour and a half to eat. And we're, in other words, you're you're going to this busy place, but you're getting really good service. The team is on top of it, and it's it's really it's very uh, uh, it's a very fun environment to be in. And so you know, good job on that. And one of the things that that uh, you've always been really uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for opinionated is price points. Okay, and uh, just a background, and I've probably shared this story with you before. As my my older brother Tim, who was my business partner for years, who uh, you knew a bit, sure. Uh, uh, and he he was always uh, I go back in time. My original price back in the day, and I'm going back to when I first started. It was supposed to be forty dollars a month. Okay, but I really only charged thirty dollars a month. <laughs> and and uh, because I was sure nobody could afford it, and and I, maybe I shared this story with you, but I'm going to share it anyway. So, uh, it, and it was supposed to be first and last month's payments. That was the deal. So, if you enroll in my school, I was supposed to collect eighty dollars. This mm-hmm. was a, a model, the Tracy's Karate Studios model that, that we would use that I'd learned from my instructor Bruce Jutnick. And I remember this one particular day. It's it's like the, it's like the third of the month. Okay, I I need I rent is due on the first, late on the fifth. I don't have all my rent money yet. I've got this guy that comes in, and he's in his early twenties. By the way, that we had almost no kids then; they were all uh, and, and and I'm doing my introductory course with him. I'm thinking, oh man, I really need him to enroll, and uh, and so I go. I sit down to do my presentation with him, and I go. It's normally uh, forty dollars a month. It's first and last, which is normally eighty dollars. But I'm only going to charge you thirty dollars a month, and don't worry about the last month. And he looked at me. And he goes, and he kind of sighs. And I'm thinking, oh, is that too much? Maybe I should only charge him 20. Because, you know, that's how I thought then. And he goes, and he pulls out a $100 bill. He goes, I thought it was going to cost me $80 to get started. And I had to run down a Wiener schnitzel <laughs> to get change. <laughs> and I never forgot that lesson. But here's fast forward. Over the years, I, I then when we moved to Carmichael, which was in 1986, uh, I, the, 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 the program that I had was three months for $129 plus a uniform, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, which basically a uniform cost 10 bucks at the time, and that was $40 a month for three months. And I would repeat that. And my brother came on, and by this time, we were just – I could not process the amount of students that we had at the time. And it's like, dude, we got to raise the rates. And I, I every time I, we raised the rates, uh, uh, I was con- convinced that people, everybody was going to quit. I remember one time in particular, this would have been in the early 90s and we're charging $50, $60 a month. And and I, I, I by the way, I, I, although you may or may not be aware of it, I know the numbers of our business very well. It's not where I live. It's not the one I'm tracking, but I can tell you what's going on everywhere. Okay. I mean, I, I look at the, the, the P&Ls and, and, uh, and, uh, and I always have. And uh, Tim goes, 
Hey, I, I want you to look at the numbers. How do the numbers look? Yeah, yeah, they look great. How's our conversion rate from 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 inquiry <laughs> to new members? Oh, it looks great. Yeah, we're trying to hit the eighty this little eighty percent formula. And yeah, yeah, he goes, okay, great. I, I raised the rates by twenty dollars a month three months ago. It's like what? And it had no effect. And it's almost never had an effect. And I share that with you because fast forward, uh, who's the guy on the team that's always going? You know. I think we should raise our rates and, and, and being hesitant of how many times have we let you raise the rates at your school? You said, okay, try it at your school and, and spearheaded what we ended up doing. So give me your thought process on this. Well, so we studied increasing rates back in 2017. We've been, inc- we've been increasing rates forever. Well, uh, so okay. it's not since, like we didn't. Yeah, uh, since I've been so. here. But okay, so let's just uh, retract. So I got onto the team in 2006 and we were at 159. Uh-huh. Uh, then we actually dropped to 149 company-wide. I insisted that, hey, we should stay at 159 just to see if it's going to make a difference. And then... Um... Are you a martial arts business owner struggling to grow your school? Look no further than Kovar Systems. Our complete solution program offers comprehensive coaching and training for all aspects of your business, from student acquisition to staff development. Our one-on-one coaching provides guidance from a dedicated success coach while our extensive library provides tools and strategies to help streamline your school's operations and drive sustainable growth. If you're ready to transform your school into a thriving, profitable business, schedule a complimentary 60-minute call with us today. With Kovar Systems, you'll experience work-life balance, significant revenue growth, and more time to do the things that you love. Take your business to the next level by visiting kovarsystems.com podcast and schedule your free coaching call today. Again, that's K-O-V arsystems.com slash podcast. And I, I have to stop just to give yes, a little, little background to that. At the time, this was uh, 2006, 2007, we're at the end of a failed expansion. So we, we expanded way too fast, got in way over our head. And what we had at some of our schools is, unfortunately, we'd expanded so fast that some of the quality of our teams wasn't as good. And we realized for the first time ever, I don't know if our product is worth what it was. So it's the only time we ever went backwards. And then, of course, we're battling hard and, and building our staff back up. So there was a sense that, the, you know what we need to do? We need to focus on our product. Uh, if we jump too high, especially because the program directors at the time that were such to where we didn't have as maybe high quality program directors that we're going to have a harder time selling it. I just right. want to give you a background. Okay, go yes. ahead. So, and anyway, so we're at 159 and it was 2017. I'm like, gosh, we got to increase rate. So what we did is we did uh, an increase from 159 to 169. And uh, we did it at our academy. And then I think everybody else followed within the next several months. And then we did 179. So we did a $10, $10 increase. And uh, when we increased prices to 179, we also increased prices to all current students by 5%. That was the first time we did an increase probably in what, 15 years? Yeah, well, well, and we used to, through the 90s into the mid-2000s, we always had a 5% annual increase. Right. You know, And we put that on hold when we dropped our rates down because it was like uh, everything yes. was on freeze. So that was something that we'd done for years, but we hadn't done it for a long time. Absolutely. Right, right. and then so we went from you know 179, 179 to 195. And then right after we were coming out of COVID, what I realized is people had a lot of money. Because again, people were staying home. So the savings rate in the country was almost 20%. The savings rate right now is 3%. So we're actually in a much, much uh, difficult, much more difficult position right now. But here's the thing. Even when the recession does hit, 
there's a lot of conversation about go going on about that. What happens is during recession, the middle gets washed out. So you want to be either high volume, low price, or high price, low volume. And so it doesn't matter whether there is a recession or there's an economic boom, you always want to be catering to people who value what we can do for their kids. And hopefully they have some money. But also, you know what? I've known that there are some people who you know live in a million dollar home, they drive expensive cars, but they don't enroll. And vice versa, the people who can barely afford the program, but because of how much value we bring to their children, they make it a priority. Well, one of the things that makes you such a good program director is that when someone comes into your office, you have a belief that you can enroll them. And Absolutely. I, and I think that's super important. And by the way, I don't always have that. You know, as you, I was the program director for 10 years. I was everything for 10 years, right? right? And even in, a, in our ProMac business, I was the person that enrolled everybody for years and years. Uh, but it, it and, I, and I did it and I got by, but it wasn't. It, but one of the things is that uh, you, you believe someone's going to enroll, but also uh, what I think you do a really good job of is making sure you consistently build value and so that it's worth it. Let me explain what I mean by that. How I remember, I've done this several times, where uh, I'd bring somebody in the office to talk about their program, and because they were driving a nice car and had a nice ring on the finger, I didn't do as good a job selling the program as I could because I assumed they were going to enroll. So I didn't really build the values and benefits. Right. Only to find out they didn't enroll. And the flip side, how many times have I thought, looked at some guy and said, there's no way this guy can, this family can afford yes. the program. Only for them to take out a wad of cash and pay for a year up front. You know, so the bottom line is when you, when you, when you're doing your enrollment process, what you got to do is you got to make sure you build massive value for your program mm -hmm. and then take your personal opinion about whether you think they can or can't out of the equation. That's absolutely right. Because again, I'm in the business of making sure that we can provide for the future of their kids. And I, well, I believe in that, but I also know that it's it's what we've done for so many years. Did did I ever tell you about when I enrolled Alex at Waldorf? Did I ever tell you to share that story? No, I don't think so. Okay, so uh, going back in time, so my son Alex is now 29, so he would have been a uh, sophomore in high school, which would have made him 14, so this is 15 years ago, mm -hmm. right? And we are right in the thick of it. Like, this is when we are... Uh, bleeding our, as a company very badly. And that's kind of when you came on board right in right. that. And, I remember and that. we had just, we'd gone through a lot of money and we're fighting for our life. We're still losing money. I, I uh, Mr. Chairman and I are taking in the paycheck every now and then. You know, I, by this time I'd sold off properties and cashed in a 401ks and second on the house just to make payroll. You've heard the story. Okay. I remember those but, days. But uh, in the process of this, my Alex is going to a high school and he's not enjoying the year. He's not doing well in school. He's having a hard time. And when I was his age, uh, I was going to the same high school that he was and I didn't enjoy it as well. And my, my parents transferred me to this private school, Waldorf, Sacramento mm -hmm. Waldorf. Is, and, and I kind of tell Alex that just, I just kind of casually goes, well, what about me? What about me going to Waldorf? And it's a very exclusive school. Now, I was able to go as a kid because my dad was a minister and I got a scholarship and a, a, a really reduced rate because mm -hmm. my, my family wasn't very well off growing up. And uh, and I'm thinking, well, they're not going to give that to me. I'm a local businessman and there's no way where it's going on right now we can afford it. But I, I wanted him to at least have, a, 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 like, I wanted to check it out. So we went for Discovery Day. So he went for the day. And I went down and I toured the school and I remembered how amazing it was. And he came back on the first day just loving the program. Here's my point. Guess what? 
We found a way to put them there because we saw the values and benefits. And what does that have to do with our conversation? Someone comes in, even how many single moms do you have that are paying full tuition at your school? Plenty. Yes. Plenty. And so what we have to do when someone first comes in is we got to make sure we build the values so they can see what exactly we do for people. Because then guess what? Their chances are, by the way, it can't just be lip service. The thing is, you got to be able to back that up, right? Which Absolutely. we work really hard to do. That they're going to be able because to again, we're not selling a product; we're selling a service, so mm -hmm. they can cancel at any time. Mm -hmm. So unless we deliver every single day, day in and day out, we're not going to have students. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. So um, another thing, I just kind of you you really follow uh, you know local economics, right? And kind of give me your take on kind of what you see on a macro and a micro level. So you know, um, we are living for some incredible times. You know, during COVID, they printed some crazy amount of money. I think it was like 13 to 15 trillion, right? So the currency supply was increased by something like 30 to 35%. Um, so, and so we just had, you know, Brian Sedway, our financial advisor, come and talk to us. He mentioned that inflation over the last three years is at 40%. It's absolutely insane. I mean, it's historically unprecedented. So we are living through some crazy inflationary times and if anybody you know take a look if, if you want to take a look at what you should be charging right now just put us inflation calculator into google you'll find a website there's actually many and take a look at the the year you opened say for us it was 2006 and we were charging 159 what you should be charging now just based on the inflation rate which is about 50 percent since 2006 we should be charging 242 so we're charging 229 now which means we're close but not even quite so the value of the dollar of 2006 you know was 50 percent higher than it is now it's absolutely insane at the same time uh we've been in a deflationary period of time for the last uh, couple of years a, a year and a half almost two years now and so <clears throat> there is a lot of you know the, the housing dropped right housing dropped uh used cars you remember two years ago you can't you couldn't buy a used car or if you did you would have to pay you know double what you did in 2019 yep. now there's an ample supply of used cars so we're definitely in a deflationary period which again when and if they're going to start printing money again um who knows what's going to happen because but ultimately we're macro inflationary in in uh and micro deflationary right now so point is continue to increase rates uh, because you're going to need that money later on. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, whatever happens and you and I and, and actually, uh, uh, Brian Segway, we're having a discussion who's our financial advisor for our company right before I real quick. I actually interrupted you two. I knew you guys would be talking about this is that uh, is. But at the end of the day, uh, nobody quite knows what's going to happen. You know, I, I mean, uh, it's, something's probably going to. But in the meantime, what do we do about that? And we can worry like crazy. Or, or we can save for a rainy day to the best of our abilities and make sure the quality of our product is the best it can be and, you know, take care of the days and the years, take care of themselves, right? Exactly. Because again, so for the biggest thing we can do is continue to serve our students and continue to take care of them. And so, again, we the reason we're able to charge probably much higher than anybody else in Sacramento, because um, we've got a busy school, you know, we've got 3,000 square feet, we've got 400. 25 students right now and everybody who comes in oh my gosh it's busy it's a lot of people it's expensive or oh, it must be good right back to the restaurant analogy you want to be dining at a place that's busy 
And that's maybe a little bit more expensive because the food is good. And you know what? What I, I want to touch on the expensive thing part. By the way, there's a lot of people in the country that are way more expensive than us, right? Absolutely. We're probably a little higher than average of, uh, uh, but but it's all relative too because like, uh, you know, have you brought your daughter to Disneyland? I have not. Okay, it's fine that you haven't. But when you do, when and if you do, you're going to go, wow, that's a lot of money. And then guess what you're going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to spend, it. spend it. And so that's a lot of times people's first reflex. <coughs> they don't really have anything to compare it with. And if you were to compare our, our sport with gym, our, our activity with gymnastics or dance or hockey or whatever, guess what? We're not that expensive. We're not. It's the cost of doing business. I can tell you. So my daughter does gymnastics and she does, she's trained one particular place. It's gymnastics and dance. It's three times a week. And, and we are paying something like 240 a month. So exactly the same price. I took her recently to a swim class and it was a group class. It was 30 people, uh, 10 in each lane, three instructors in each lane, similar to what we do. Mm -hmm. And it was $40 a class. I was shocked. Mm -hmm. So yeah. point is, we are not that that much more expensive. Yeah. So the bottom line is, is that, and, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I know you agree with me. I think when it's time, you're going to enroll somebody. You, 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 they came in, they tried out the program. There's a couple things have to happen. Number one is that you got to make sure that you know what they're looking for. You scratch that itch, you build value to the program. And, uh, and then you, uh, uh, you're not afraid to ask for it. And you try, and, and the bottom line is, is that in most cases, people are going to go, Oh, okay. They're going to go with it. Absolutely. You got, you know, you got to have the product you believe in. And so it also helps that, you know, I'm a red coat. I can teach and I've taught for, for many years. I don't teach regularly now just because I got to focus on other things of the business. But because I know how to teach and I know how to work with kids and I have a red coat, it just allows me to be even more convincing and uh, convicted that we are the best thing yeah. that they can spend money on. For those of you that are listening, Red Coat for us is a certified instructor that had to go through a lot of hoops to get. You know, it's interesting. Last night, uh, the Madison Avenue location had, uh, uh, they usually have a very robust crew, but it was just kind of this perfect storm to where one person was out on vacation uh, and three people were sick. And, wow. and, and I got the call. And normally I would never get the call, but my son happens to be at that location. And he was not feeling good. And he wanted me to cover his jujitsu program. So I ended up, uh, 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 you know, going and teaching last night. And I, I guess my point was I taught five classes. Wow. And but, but back in the day, that was nothing. I did that for decades. But, you know, it takes. I, I was I talked about it staff meeting. So it takes a, I have a renewed respect for all you, all the people that are out on the floor from bell to bell to bell to bell and and uh, it's a certain kind of uh, conditioning that you have to be in. Like I felt my voice starting to go a little bit. It was, right. Anyway, it was just a great reminder about uh, when you put your spit out on the floor. It's hard work. It's fun, but it's hard yeah. work. I really enjoy teaching, but I'm glad I don't teach forty hours a week. Yep, it's it's definitely the case. Yep, very cool. Well, I'll tell you what. What would you uh, let's just say you've got some school that is struggling. Uh, maybe they haven't recovered from COVID as effectively as they could. And man, they're, they're having a hard time making it work. And mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're frustrated. They're disillusioned. They're, they're kind of, you know, wondering what the heck, you know, uh, uh, maybe they, there's this person would maybe give up, but they've still got three months on the lease and uh, three years on the lease. And it's a personal guarantee. And, you know, the grass is starting to look greener other places. Right. Okay. And you have a chance to talk to this person. What would you share with them? Wow. Um, 
that's uh, we can go into a lot of different things. Yeah, give here. me some bullet points. So, you're, but you're coaching think I, me, and, and uh, that's the scenario. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you've got you've got five minutes to give me a few things to focus right. on. What so would you again, tell me? I think you know we should probably start. Okay, let's take a look at the quality of a program. Right? Okay, let's see, you know, what you teach, how you teach. Do you teach something that's practical, something that teaches real self defense? Uh, do your students uh, understand that? Do are they really capable of defending themselves? Are you, do your instructors uh, enjoy being there? Like, do you have a culture where people love coming to work and they enjoy being there and they enjoy teaching classes, right? That's probably the first thing because if you don't have that, nothing else will, will matter. You know, I'm going to stop you right there. It's a great Sir. point. I mean, culture, uh, what is it? Culture beats strategy for breakfast. And I think it's so true. And, and you know, one of the things that I love about our organization, we got a bunch of great people that re- for overall really enjoy what they do, right. you know, and, and I think that's always a great place to focus. Okay, so... All right, I'm going to work on that. What's the next thing I would work on? Well, so the next thing, again, is so assuming that you are already in that location where you're at, you know, take a look. What's the low-hanging fruit? Like, for example, for us, so we happen to be an academy that gets probably most inquiries or at least, you know, top three consistently. But still, every year, what we do is we go to local elementary schools Mm -hmm. and we run events. Like this year, we had four events. We generate 72 appointments. I have 13 enrollments from that. And so, and 13 new students that I got from those schools are extremely important to us because if we didn't have them, we wouldn't be positive. We would actually not be able to have positive net news. And so. you do pretty well with renewals. So out of those 13, or excuse me, with referrals, out of those 13, you're going to end up with three exactly. or four or five more that came from that. No, I get it. It's kind of like... Uh, you got to go out there. The, the classic thing is I don't know one way to get 75 new members, right. but I know 75 ways to do one new member. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to roll your sleeves up and you're going to hustle. Exactly. So again, for us, at least in our area in the fall, October, November, this is the single best uh, source of new students. Mm-hmm. And we've done it for yep. God, how many years? A decade plus consistently every year. Yep. And so, if, and if you can get 15 new students in a couple of months, I mean, that's that's huge. So I got to ask you a question. This is just some random thing. You're still talking about this guy that's disillusioned. Right. By the way, he's been in business a long time, and he's got an inactive list of hundreds of people. Okay, have you ever gotten an old student to come back and train? All the time. Yeah. So see, this time. is really important. It's like that's another source, right? Uh, have you ever gotten a sibling to start because you in this initiated the conversation? Again, you know, the old uh, Dave Core thing, you know, sibling search, yeah. right? I don't intentionally do this every single day, but when I see a child, you know, three, four years old, I always like lower myself, ka-ching, engage, and, you know, drop that little piece of positivity. And so maybe at some point they'll come back yep. and they always do. So I think, again, you know, sibling search is yeah, super powerful, seed, right? super easy to yep. do. But how how many of us do this every day, right? Yep. yep. And I think I would sum it up by this. I and this is a great lesson for all of us. And I'm constantly reminded. I, well, I'm going to say something that I think is a great lesson. No, but I, I didn't mean. But but it's something I need to hear on a regular basis. It's really about momentum. You know what I'm talking about? Like if you're at you were at 260 members three years ago, and and it dropped down, and now you're at 460, right? 420, 425. 425. Right. We're trying to get back to 460. Right. So we're still, but 
So that's a positive momentum. And to your point, it's kind of like the net new of two a month, okay? Is that that's all we really have control of because what we have to remember, let's just say you get back to your highest active account, which was 460. 467, yes. 467. Guess what? The next month rolls around and it's either going to be higher or lower, right? right. And so so it, it's it, we're never going to arrive. It's always never going to be a point like, boom, all right, here we are. Because every day we've got to roll our sleeves up and do it again in the, in the morning. So it's really about what can you do today to get your momentum going in the right direction. Because what also happens, when you get momentum, it changes your attitude. All of a sudden, you're a little more motivated to do all the stuff that's harder to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And again, 2020 was just hard. I remember how... We would, you know, we dropped 200 students in seven months or six months or whatever the time frame was. I was, I was not in good shape mentally, emotionally, yep. and I actually didn't even come back mentally until probably this year. But because again, I spent, you know, 15 years of my life building that, and was gone in in less than a year well it makes you appreciate the one thing about it you going it down is it makes you appreciate when you get it back because you absolutely worked hard and well I, I appreciate you and i appreciate you all you do for the company and it's been great having you on uh uh, uh the podcast and, and keep up the good work my friend. yes sir it's a joy to be here and thanks for having me here all right man take Plus. care are you a martial arts instructor looking to improve your teaching skills and build a strong team of future instructors We'll look no further than the Satori Alliance, an international association of martial arts instructors. Our mission is to positively impact the global martial arts community by establishing a shared level of martial arts instruction, professionalism, and continuous learning. With our instructor certification program, you'll gain the confidence, communication skills, and classroom management techniques to run a professional and well-run martial arts floor of any age group. We invite you to schedule a free consultation with one of our program directors who can evaluate your instructor team's size, schedule, and training content. We'll outline the Satori Alliance master steps that have helped build and maintain strong teams of instructors. To learn more about the Satori Alliance and schedule your free consultation, please visit our website at www.thesatoriallianceum slash podcast. That's S-A-T o-r-i-a-l-l-i-a-n-c-e dot com slash podcast. Join our community of passionate martial arts instructors today. Thank you for tuning in today to our podcast. I hope you found it valuable and inspirational. To stay connected, please subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you go for your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a five-star review. And we really, sincerely, would appreciate some feedback. Your feedback helps us to create high-quality content that will help others in the future. If you'd like to follow me, you can go to Dave Kovar on Facebook or Hanchi Dave Kovar on Instagram. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you on next episode.